A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles, brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Sir. Carson, I got my 90s, my 80s, yeah, 90s swaggy, quite today. the ensemble you got here. <laughs> got the little Caddyshack hat on. Did the best I could. <laughs> I tried to put this together. You know, y'all used to. Why did y'all do that? Y'all wore vests with just for no damn reason. We were fat, man. So we, <laughs> we put that. No, I, I, you know, I, I was the vest fanatic, man. And so I'm in like the R&B in general. Like y'all, uh, uh, like y'all in general, just just pulled out a vest and threw it on on top and, of a t-shirt. It's probably best not to have to wear like a jacket over the t-shirts. Yeah. comfortable because I know yeah. we used to sweat. Yeah, just standing there, we sweated. So yeah, you know, we were less sweating, material so. to throw to a lady in the crowd. Yeah, it's I mean, easier to take off, off. You, yeah. and you could. You can do whatever. You can leave the vest on. You can't leave a suit jacket on to do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You take the vest yeah, off. Easy. And da, 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 da. I'm talking about after the show, too. You keep the vest on. Yeah. <laughs> you got a jacket on. You can't really do that. Yeah, you know a little Chippendales I mean? action. Everybody, this is the Portaway Podcast. This is uh, another Motivational Monday episode. Of course, Carson A. Merck on my right. Yeah. Your left, possibly. Something like that. Yeah, and over here, we have a, a great gentleman with us today. Uh, R&B singer, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2021, still doing his thug fizzle, Dave Tolliver. What up, baby? Of Men and Large. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm excited to be here, man. For those that don't know, Men and Large was 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 pretty large in the early 90s, 92. 93, I was, 94, 95, yeah. 96, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Then it started to, you know. As, we, we as it does for, yeah. For, yeah. For, for most of us, yeah, you know. Yeah. We had a great run, though. Yeah. Still at, running. At, I was gonna say, as men at large, and then you still doing your thing. Yeah, we still running. So, yeah. I, what I saw you in concert last year, year, year before last. I think that I think was uh, 2019. 18. 18 at the event? In DC. In DC? Yeah, when you 18? were training for Ugas. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Dang. It was the Valentine's show, and they had uh, kind of closed down the city. Mm-hmm. And they blamed us that the ticket sales were crazy. I'm like, oh, right. y'all, y'all closed down the city. Who's coming to <laughs> yeah. the show in a yeah. snowstorm? Right. Yeah. Come on, B. But it was intimate, though. It was cool. It was tight. It was lovely. Yeah. It's and, definitely love And of course, y'all did y'all thing. Man, yep. Yeah, it was dope. It's always good to see you and your pops, man. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So let's go to the beginning real quick. For Again, for everybody who doesn't know, you are one of two men of uh, men in large. Uh, Gemini, uh, the late and great Gemini. Yeah. We lost him uh, yeah. at the top of this year, COVID, yeah. January. Uh, was it? The, yeah. One of them teen days, yeah, January twenty yeah, first, yeah, yeah. night yeah. two thousand twenty one, nineteenth two thousand twenty one. Yeah. COVID and pneumonia yeah. took him out. Wow. I like the way this mic sound. It yeah. sound real good. Man. So <laughs> I don't you know you gonna set up in here. you gonna blow in a second. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure we do that. We because we gotta substantiate you. You know, we gotta yeah, let everybody you. know that get you them, get that them you numbers real. up. Yeah. yeah, and then Jason Champion still y'all still rocking. We right? back, man. Yeah, we uh, ironically we had started getting back together. Um, you know, like. Crazy, we the first we went back in the studio actually July thirteenth of last year, which is July is Gerald's birthday. Okay. So a year to the what, day before yesterday, we went back in the studio and 
man, we got a crazy piece coming. That yeah. album is, yeah. is something else, man. Yeah, I'm not to let you hear it. It's it's <laughs> it's something else. It, yeah. it it the what we did will appease our fans, and I think some of the younger millennials and even some of the younger ones will it, get into it too. And then what you just sent to me, because you sent me something not too long ago, and I think it was just you though. That was the blues record I sent you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no, not that. Nah, they, it's a total not. 180. <laughs> All right. It's a total the, 180. The blues record gets a thumbs up, though? The, yeah, yeah. Okay. From me, you know, but, true. you know, I'm partial and, you yeah, know, yeah. so on and so forth. So, Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. That's where, that's where the journey begins. For myself, that's yeah, where the journey begins. Yeah, we got the all Ohio, 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 Ohio yeah. cast without Ant today. Uh, I wanted to know, because this is Motivational Monday, mm-hmm. and I thought that that would kind of be where we would go from a motivational standpoint would be kind of your, your upbringing through Cleveland mm-hmm. and how you were able to make it in R&B coming up through Cleveland. So um, I don't we don't I really don't need the whole story but just kind of yeah. like it cuz Cleveland mows you and in no disrespect to any other city your city mows you your city course, makes yeah. you who you are yeah. you know and so I kind of want to hear your story I, I, basically from where you are. For me I lucked up um coming from a you know abusive home uh, my biological father being very abusive to my mom and to me, mm. uh, you know, then leaving and me becoming a man early in the house. Uh, my grandfather, who was like my hero, he passed when I was like six years old. Mm. And it's just like uh, this, this, my, uh, my, my my mom's brother, who I call my dad, you know, Lynn Tolliver from Lynn. the radio. Mm-hmm. He basically was my dad. He kept me out of the streets, away from everything. And he started me off in radio. I was 15 years old. Mm. I was in, you know, the summer of my sophomore year, going into my junior year. I'm on the radio every yeah, day, yeah. Monday through Friday, one to six in the morning, yeah. doing Rapper's Delight with MC Chill, and, yeah. and then Fat Friday on Fridays with Banana. <laughs> and in between all that, um, you know, I already knew Gerald Avert because my mom, before she passed away, she had worked for the government for 19 years, but she also worked for a record store called Fillmore East, where, you know, back in the day, all the artists had to go to, you had to go to the record stores, you had to go to radio. We couldn't just push a button and everything was facilitated. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody was anybody from Luther Vandross to Whitney Houston to anybody had, you had to come Going to the store. The radio. And so Gerald lived down the street in Shaker Heights. And so he would come in the store and him and my mom were friends and it just, I don't know, it just... Man, for me being in the radio, then Jason and myself as kids, little kids singing and stuff, because he grew up in a single uh, mother home as well with the grandmother like I did too. Um, I don't know, man. I guess just just God was on our side, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, we um, everything that we've been through is a process and a culmination of where we are now, what we're what we're trying to accomplish right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all in God's time. Yeah. Everything you go through is, you know, you just gotta be be strong and not let your pain block your miracles. Yeah. Don't yeah. focus on the pain all the time. You gotta don't let your pain block your miracles, yeah. man. Yeah, and I know that you've had tons of pain, actually more than I knew just hearing that that story right there. Um, did you start singing at fifteen? No, I started singing in the church choir about four or five years old, man. Okay, uh, and uh, you know it it was. Man, but you self taught, right? Am yeah. I getting this story wrong? <laughs> no, I'm because you know, yeah, we know each other. So yeah, yeah, my yeah. dad was like, I said, I said. I, I I went back and started watching your your YouTube stuff and from way back in the day. I'm talking mm-hmm. about when you you on Showtime at the Apollo in mm-hmm. the in the vest in the vest and <laughs> the colorful shirts and stuff. Yeah, I hit my dad up randomly. I said I said hey I'm, I've been watching Dave. He said yeah. I said I can see like where his his voice just kind of changed through the years. 
And he said, nah, he self-taught. He basically just grew his own voice and he didn't mm-hmm. have any singing lessons to do to get where you got. I, I was it was very rough for me, you know, starting off with Gerald Levert. Gerald Levert is a very dominating, dominating, mm-hmm. domineering presence in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very brutal. Like yeah. if you it, time is money, money, it's time you to understand that you sit in the studio with Gerald, he like, what the F you doing, B? Get the F out of there. And I'm like, <laughs> and so you know, we started performing and you know, when I'm outside of the studio and, and we out hanging around, me and him going, me and Jason going back and forth, we killing it. But when I get to the studio, I freeze. I'm uh-huh. like, what is this? Uh-huh. And then, you know, after him cussing me out, then this, I said, come here, man, what's wrong? He said, I said, man, I don't know, man. When I come in here, I just, he said, man, listen, I know you can do it. We know you can do it, but you got to let the microphone know you can do it. Mm-hmm. So we would go out and we was touring crazy and they'd be like, man, y'all got a cold show, man. And they'd be like, man, Jay, your vocals is crazy. And I'd be like, <laughs> what about what about yeah, you got a good personality i mean that's cool i, I mean I, you know we used to dance a lot so ain't none of that yeah, happened yeah, no more and yeah. uh i was like yo i, I gotta get because i'm vain i'm a leo july 30th um mm-hmm. you know they say we're vain but i love myself and i wanted my props mm-hmm. i want my paps like yeah. if i won championship belts i want my respect right right right. like right. baby said put some respect yeah. on right. my name right <laughs> right and so i went into I just started studying uh, people that were great. Mainly got like James Moore, John P. Key. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joe was, you know, he was he was during our time too. I listened to a lot of his stuff, but that came later. But, you know, John P. Key, James Moore, those were mainly the ba- the main two. And then I hooked up with uh, my guy, Joe Little from the Rude Boys. And he took me to his house one day and he said, man, just try this, try that. And he was like, man, you just got to sing. Because yeah. like nine times out of 10, people don't know if you mess up or not. Yeah. Like a lot of times I tell, I'll be on stage still to this day, I hit a bad note and be like, oops, bad note. And they be like, what are you talking about? I say, no, nah, that note was future. <laughs> That's like the Carl, Carl Lewis national anthem. Oh. Like, I'll make up for it. I'll make up for <laughs> it. I don't, I don't think it get that bad, man. <laughs> let's hope not. Yeah, yeah let's hope not. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, and, and you know, it, we just started and now I think we are probably, this man, this new stuff is just fantastic. And I can see us, when we're performing, it's like people can see the difference and then you could see the the level that we've grown to because I've taken myself. And his, he's he's advanced as well, but yeah. it's like if he can't get his parts, I got it. Yeah. Now, back in the day, it was, I'm, you know, like the OJs, Walt set it up and boom, Eddie take boom, it. But boom. now I can do it all. Yeah. I can go from the bottom to the top. Walt live around the corner. I heard. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He lived around the corner. Yeah, I forgot. I should call Lovey while I was here. Yeah. His daughter. I used to be in love with his daughter, oh. Lovey, back in the day. I used to <laughs> love me some Lovey, boy. Yeah. You, you obviously mentioned Gerald Levert playing a key role. How, we've talked about it before, but I think he's so underappreciated just in the mm-hmm. scope of music. How special of a talent was he just overall? Man, we, it was his birthday was Tuesday the 13th. He would have been 55. And I, I did a room on a clubhouse where, you know, I, I do a singer's room every Tuesday and I give away money at the end of the, I do a whole season. I give away money at the end of the season. And this Tuesday was the, the uh, it was like the Sweet 16. I do it like the NCAA tournament after yeah. I do the auditions. And we did a room just playing his music for like mm-hmm. another hour, two hours afterwards, man. And if people, I, I think for him, he just, um, I don't think he fought hard enough for his respect. 
I think he was very underappreciated. Like they should have been talking about lifetime achievement on, yeah. especially on BET and Absolutely. Soul Train. As, yeah. as every time you 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 look at Soul Train or BET, he was paying tribute to Patty or to Smokey yeah. or to the OJs or yeah. whoever. Like why haven't he got his? Yeah. Y'all giving all these other cats like I I just don't get it. Like yeah. I don't understand it. And um, I, I think that was one of his 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 biggest heartaches was just not being appreciated as much as he should have. Yeah. You know, as as the later years went by, we weren't as, you know, connected as we were. But we would always see each other and always was a great respect and adoration for each other. And, uh, you know, I, I'd done a lot of stage plays and I would be with Sean all the time. So he would come out on the road, mm -hmm. on the road and we would see each other and it just would be love. But, um, I, I man, he, <laughs> just putting together, orchestrating the song, putting together projects, um, understanding that every note doesn't have to be great but how it is um, interpreted through the vibe or the energy that you transmit through is is the most important part. Because mm -hmm. I would hear some of the stuff, I'd be like, Ugh, and they'd be like, no, listen to it and, and listen to it differently, not from a vanity standpoint, but listen to it from a, uh, a sonic uh, standpoint where it's, um, you know, how, how the vibe of the song is, how wh wh what you did there, it just, it was, it was just organic, man. And I, mm -hmm. I think him and his dad, Eddie, are the greatest ever without smoking lights. Mm. I, I think that you could mm. put them on a stage mm. with anybody. Yeah. And without the big production and all the different stuff that all these cats have to have to make their stuff go over to the to the next level. Yeah. They trump them all. Yeah, you said without smoking lights. Without smoking lights, <laughs> smoking lights, you know, yeah. all the tricks. They yeah. don't need it. Yeah. They could just stand there and, and boom, boom, it's gone. Yeah, you yeah. throw on Casanova anywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and the yeah. whole place is yeah. going gone. crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Special dude. And how old were you when you got with, with your... Um, when we first got with them, I was 19. Yeah. Uh, we didn't come out till I was like 21, though. So Jason's like three years older than me, three years younger than me. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he was a baby. Yeah. He was in high school. I was yeah. out. So, yeah. you know, and I was already a man because while I'm in school, I'm working at the radio station overnight my last two years of right. high school. I'm going down there from working to 1 to 6.30, going to school, 8.30, 3.30. Going, I mean, it was, right. I was, you know, I was, man, yeah, so. Let me ask you this. Uh, was that, because I always tell young people, I say, stay busy and you'll stay out of trouble. And uh, I really do believe that a lot of the reasons why I never got into anything other than sports uh, being successful, really, school, obviously, you know, a girl here or there, you yeah. know, my life was really simple and, and it wasn't complex, but my dad didn't allow it to be complex. He didn't allow me to look left and right. And it wasn't so much of him keep controlling me, it was so much of him just throwing Different things activities. at me. Yeah, and keeping me busy. And it's like I stayed out of trouble. Do you think, especially in Cleveland, do you think having that job and having that income yeah, it grew it grew you up quickly, but it mm. also did it keep you out of trouble and I would most definitely say it kept me out of trouble. Um I am a man who is fascinated with crime mm. and the mob. Mm. I am. I I, mm. I like the villains, unfortunately. Mm. And had I you not had the, told my son you was the good guy. I am the good you guy. You can't say you you love the crime. <laughs> well, he mob. can be the good guy. So <laughs> like, what I'm what I, I just I was always like I don't I don't like when people hurt people. Yeah. But I I'm, I'm like fascinated with the mob. You like the way they move. Yeah, man. It's, you it's like cool, the, man. You like the way like, they I was going to say crime shows are like the most popular <laughs> genre of anything. And, and you know, I just was always, you know, I never really got into doing anything. I, I probably, 
messed around with some weed for a second, but I never, like, I, I did it for like a week, and then I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm straight, you know? Yeah. And, and back then, I think, for me, I cared too much about how my grandmother felt. Mm-hmm. I cared too much about how my uncle, who I say is my dad, mm-hmm. felt about me doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because even in times when I was, you know, smoking weed and stuff like that, I just, I didn't, I didn't want him to know. I yeah. never wanted, I would go to the station sometimes and I'd be like, oh man, I hope he ain't here tonight. Cause he, he was the, you know, operations manager, program director for the station. And I'm going in there at one o'clock. I done hooked up with a couple of my guys. Cause dude, I, I worked, I did the only night of the week I did not work was Sunday. Yeah. Even when I came home off tour, I went back to the station yeah. Work Monday through Thursday night, one to six in the morning. Friday night to Saturday, one to eight, because then they came in and did just the two of us. And then Saturday night to Sunday, I worked 12 to one. Yeah. So in between that, I had to squeeze in girls, a social life. And I mean, it was dope because... I would have the girls come to the radio station yeah. and anything went down. <laughs> and they was they wanted to be down there and hang out. So, you know, we we got it in and uh But even while touring, you still kept up that grind. I kept going, man. I like money. Mm. I I just, you know, I liked um and you know and the, and the crazy thing about that for me, it's it I, I don't want to say it's the gift and the curse, but it's the gift and the um put it this the struggle. way, not, not the struggle, but I you say it's, I say a curse because you know, it made me too available. When you're when you're a celebrity, you have to create this mystique about yourself, mm-hmm. and that that keeps everybody guessing. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, I did this. I could have did the radio, but I also like I was one of the first people in the country to do live broadcasts from clubs. Mm. So Friday night I'm at the Cotton Club, and mm. Saturday night I'm at Vales. Mm. I'm on the charts. I'm on the video. I just saw you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but now I'm standing in the club with everybody just hanging out. So yeah. I'm normal. Yeah. So now when people call me, they say, hey "Man, what's up?" I'm like, "I'm chilling." They say, "When you coming home?" I be like, I don't know why. Yeah. Oh man, I was just calling to see if we could put something together. Yeah. I'm like, dude, listen, you know I sold a couple million records and I had some top <laughs> records. And yeah. I'm the same. I may not, you know, my body work, but I said, you know, treat me the same way. Yeah. And everybody, you know, everybody think I'm their buddy. Just yeah. I'm not super accessible. Yeah, I'm not your buddy. Yeah. That's my job. It's like I can't, like, you, you know, no disrespect anybody where you work at, but if you work at Subway, I can't come in there and say, hey man, I got. You know, my wife outside, you know, my niece, my nephew, he a big boy like me too, so yeah. you know he gonna want a 12 inch. <laughs> and my daughter, she ain't, she's not big, but she an athlete, she want a 12 inch too. Can you hook us up, man? I was in town and I just wanted to see if you <laughs> yeah. could hook us up. You know yeah. what I mean? No, yeah. you yeah. can't. No, man, respect me. Wow. Respect on the name, baby. That's a lesson to, to learn right there. I've, I had to learn that the hard way, I think, kind of like, like you, mm-hmm. where I've always been too accessible. Um, to the point where I block some reporters, not because I don't like them, but just because they I felt like that I was being taken advantage of. Yeah. Whenever you want, whenever you want an interview, you're so quick to call me. This news just dropped, and you're so quick to call me. I yeah. felt I was like, I don't like this. You know, I asked my dad the other just today. I said, Hey, uh, I got something I really not comfortable with. How do I tell them? Exactly. Can you off the show? I said, can you handle? <laughs> I said, can you handle that for me? Yeah. Because every just too accessible, you yeah. know. And it, and I think it that once you create that that kind of pattern, people they get used to that pattern. That's the pattern they expect the next 15, 20, 30 and it, years. And it's, it's mm-hmm. a balance because you want to be accessible because like yeah, like you want said, you want to have you want to have the opportunity for 
financial opportunities, just relationships. And, and then, and that's how I looked at it. Like I was for, for years, just because of the bad taste I had in my mouth from the deals that we had, I said, man, and then I started hiring the wrong people as time progressed. I was like, man, I can just do this myself. And then I don't have to pay nobody, but mm-hmm. it's, it's more tedious. And sometimes when you do it yourself, I got to be creative. I got to be a family man. I got to tour. I got to collect the money when I get there. I got to do the sound check. I got mm-hmm. to make sure everybody's closed. No. Yeah. So, you know, um, you just kind of go through that and, and you know, you create these relationships and then they, and when they can use you and make some money off of your deal, but when you, when they feel like they got enough and they can't get nothing out of you, mm-hmm. brrr, you need some, Hey man, look, we need to get a show, man. I need a little bread, man. Let me, Oh uh, man. Um, yeah, I got you. I got you. Hey, hey man, you got a uh, such and such number too. Then you get them that number and you see they doing this on there. You know, I'm like, man. Wait a second. Dogs. <laughs> through, the nah, lot, through the lob, through the lob on accident. Come on, V. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's a crazy game, man. And, um, I understand it because the ultimate goal in this whole thing is to is to make money. And especially in entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's TV, movies, music, you, you can't wear your heart on your sleeve or you will mm-hmm. sink. Mm-hmm. Your heart <laughs> your mm-hmm. heart will get broken, yeah. broken, broken. That's so yeah. why I tell my kids, I say, do you really think you, like I said, if you want to be in music, you, you can. I don't really care. But my daughter can sing me under the table, and I say, "But you have to." I feel like you know God gave you that gift. Sometimes mm. your gift is not for you, but it's for it's for other people, for healing yeah. and and just for um, inspiration. Yeah. And I say you need to do something with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to the talk talk to the people about the grind of basically making music, and 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 you know, getting there. You know, everybody thinks that they see us on TV. I speak to the us because I'm basically in the same boat where I took the the long road to get to where I am now. But I people remember. think that when they turn on the TV and they see you on TV that that you've made it. Yeah. You know, can you speak to the grind a little bit? Well, I think, and I think, and, that's, and speak to your your experience in the ground. I always like to make it make it clear that yeah. I'm a professional, but I'm not an expert. Okay, right, I'm right. telling you my this is my experience, and I don't want you to think that your experience is going to be the exact same, right? Based on what I went through, but you know, I think that you can give people some insight based on what you've been through. I mean, I think in, the, in this in this in this industry, um, the grind. I think now the the unfortunate part about the grind is that they only see. The success they don't they don't see the um all the trials and tribulations and the and the heartaches and the ups and the downs and the sleeping in the cars or whatever it is that mm. everybody goes through um that they that they have to go through to get to that certain point and you know that i think that's that's i think that's a problem you know you you never hear about like with tyler perry you you hear nothing about him sleeping in his car and stuff until he was like a billionaire or had mm-hmm. these two studios and yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. i i think it's important but they've taken away they feel like nobody wants to hear that mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear that you just got we gotta we gotta sell this we gotta sell this we gotta sell that um my struggle i didn't get the struggles honestly to afterwards mm-hmm. I, I i was lucky i was blessed jason was lucky he was blessed to have that circle of people around maybe not a a, a dominant father figure but somebody that was there to uh, kind of guide you and whoop your tail when you when you got out of line. Uh, you know, I have my theories of why we got our record deal. Yeah. And I mean, I can talk about that too. I, I think we, my, 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 my dad, my uncle, he was the probably most powerful programmer in the nation um, from like 83 to 2000. And the number one 
the records on the chart went through Cleveland. Mm. So in order to go through Cleveland, to get to number one, you had to go oh, through him. Yeah, yeah. So oh. Dustin, therefore, hey, you know, uh, Lynn got a son, <laughs> a nephew, like yeah. son, that da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Why don't we da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da and yeah. da-da-da-da. Yeah. And, you know, once we got in there, I don't think they they didn't know what to do with us. They were, they said, we doing this, we appease users, do what we need to do. And they didn't think it was going to catch on like it caught on. Uh-huh. We were two big dudes. Yeah. You know, we both were handsome though. Yeah. But they didn't think two fat dudes was going to catch on like it did. They yeah. didn't think that. Yeah. Man, are you kidding? If I can tell you stories, role stories. 90s was an opportune time for y'all, though, man. Heavy D? Yeah, like the big, being a big man was like. And and I'm saying he started with the rap, but two singing dudes coming out there looking nice, smelling good, because the persona of a big dude is not. Yeah, <laughs> anything pleasant most of the time. Yeah. You know, he stink. He yeah. he eat too much. He 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 don't dress nice. Uh-huh. You know that. But man, we changed that whole thing. You know, half started it off, and then we he handed it off, and then we yeah. ran for the touchdown. And y'all was dancing too, right? Man, we danced a lot in the beginning, yeah. and Eddie was like, "Man, you guys are too effing fat, man. You, <laughs> you don't need to do it, man. Do a couple steps here, but they need to hear you sing. You're too effing fat, man." <laughs> he said it just like that. You know, yeah. we 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 had a lot of different. You know, it, it, there are probably opportunities. You know, once we got in there that. People didn't want to give us because we were heavy. Uh-huh. It, it would probably show that they didn't put us on because they didn't think people wanted to see us because we were heavy. Yeah. All you had to do is ask their girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> ask their wives. Man, yeah. listen, I'm telling you, if I could tell you those stories on here, <laughs> listen. Yeah, I got to check out Men in Large on YouTube. Just just type it in Men, and, at, men at Large mm-hmm. and you'll find some of the old school just rocking and, yeah. and grooving and doing your thing, and like you said, looking good. I don't know what y'all smelling like, but and, y'all was looking good. Yeah, but you know, and and now the, the difference today is, it's it's not even about talent, and that's the unfortunate part of this game, especially mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. It it's, it's about your numbers, yeah. Your your movement, your followers, you know, your your platform, and if you have that platform, like luckily we made a statement. Because otherwise, we wouldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I guess I have to kind of thank the pandemic, so to speak, because now the phone's just ringing off the hook. Mm-hmm. But new new cats, you got you got to get out there. You got to understand the business, number one. Know that it's, it's very ungrateful, unloyal. It'll use you up until it, there's nothing else left in the lemon to squeeze into the tea. Yeah, um, that's a fact. And you, you just... Uh, you know, don't don't de- I mean I be honest, man. Don't depend on this thing to be your your number one thing. Like my son just graduated with a with an engineering degree, and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, you need to get your ass up and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, you're 23, you got a certain amount of time where, you- <laughs> 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 yeah. But um, the struggle is real. You know, you know, people there there is a a story behind the success of how these guys got here, whether it's sports, whether it's TV, music, radio, whatever it is. And I employ you to, to find that before you, you know, go down the road, study people that are great, that, that you want to be like in whatever field that you're in study greatness and you become great. Just study them and see, but dig deep and find out who they are, Mm -hmm. what they've been through, what they've done, Mm -hmm. how they got to the top, man. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, we all have similar stories. It's just that the plots were a little different, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sometimes they end the same, you know, and, and then, you know, some people think uh, murder is a paper cut and some people think paper cuts are murder. It's just, mm-hmm. how, just all how you, how you visualize it, how you, you know, how you see it. So mm-hmm. who, who are some of those guys? Obviously, LaVert, the OJs, Ohio stuff. Oh, man. For who, me. who are some of those other guys that maybe you looked to growing up? <laughs> 
Man, Skip Martin from the Daz Band. Ooh. Oh my God! And I got to rock, let it whip a couple times. <laughs> oh, but it, it, it's, it's see what I'm saying? Is that it's more to it than oh, that? I'm sure there is. He got so many like love ballads and and you know, oh man, you you put that on back in the day. Yeah. Like now, I don't know how. Like like now, the unfortunate thing, it's so easy for these cats. Like I, I said, man, you you walk around you. You smelling like smoke, your hair all over the place. Back in the day, you had to have creases in your pants, shoes had to be clean, your hair had to be wavy, you had to smell Lagerfeld, you had to have the Lagerfeld, you know what I mean? You And you had to be, you know, dapper and, and you know, about something. And now it just seems like they just, you know, here you go. Oh, you in you inbox me, you DM me. Okay, here you go. I'm on POF. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for them, man. Every day now, man. I'm gonna ask you this because <laughs> I've been asked this myself. I'm not exactly. I can't. When I turned pro, the social media area basically had just begun. Era mm -hmm. has basically just began. Um, and people ask me like, "Hey, are you?" Are you envious that you didn't come along when that social era move, uh, media era was booming? Yeah. Oh, man. And you could have been, you know, a little further ahead. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I feel like God got me exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm, I'm happy with everything that I have, so yeah. on and so forth. But I do want to ask you, um, and this is just a question, not because you seem or feel this way at all right now, but I just want to know, is there any uh, uh, jealousy or envious mo emotions that come when you see what what people are awarded today, the, and, and 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 what you what you were not, you know what I uh, I'll be honest with you, man. And when when this thing started to change over, man, uh, tech. I tell everybody, technology is the thriller and the killer. Mm. Technology is the thriller because it mm. it allows anybody to be, do, or say whatever they want without scrutiny. Whatever you can be, whatever you want. You know, and even if you can't do it, you still can do it with technology. But on the flip side, the killer is, is that it's taking away all the passion. Yeah, it takes away all the passion. Yeah, we used to have to get up and change the channel. You mean everything we had to, everything you had to get up and go do it. Four thirty, you up, get the flight at six o'clock, get to a city, check in. You can't check in. Okay, put your luggage up. Go to the radio station. Go meet with this person. Go to that station. Mm. You go to the wrong radio station. You're in trouble. They're gonna play yeah, your yeah. record. You gotta yeah. go to this record store. You gotta go here first. <laughs> and um, you know, I, 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 at first I was very bitter, man. I ain't even lie to you because somebody called me. What you know? For a while I survived off doing hooks on people. Stuff. We get yeah. ten grand here, five grand here. Yeah. So one day I told him, I said, "Oh, that's what I said, man. Just tell him I do it for like twenty five. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm grinding. I'm being the set. I do it for twenty five hundred little hooks, some, some little ad libs." They was like, oh, no, nah. he said he just going he gonna to pay his man around the corner 50 bucks, throw the auto-tune on it, and he going to roll with it. I yep. said, go with that. Right. I am auto-tune. Mm. So, but I learned that, um, you know, the technology is, if not abused, it is a good thing mm -hmm. because we've used it with our stuff, but we don't use it to guide what we lay down. We use it to make it sound the velocity sound, the, the com compatible, compatible, com the way it competes with the sound of everything else. Because mm -hmm. if you cut it the same way, when people hear it, I think somebody figured out a while ago scientifically that the way things vibrate, it's going to control people. Mm. That's why people are mm. locked into garbage so mm. much. You know what I mean? It the way it vibrates in your ear is going to control it. And the next time he releases it, you just gonna like it and like without even hearing it, mm -hmm. you just gonna like it and like it and like it and like mm. it and like it just the way that it knocks or vibrates in your ear. Mm. So, you know, killer thriller. But um I was bitter for a minute, but I've learned to embrace it and I um I just try to 
you know, like I said, I'm on the Clubhouse app and I've, I've talked to a lot of young cats and they respect the stuff that I say. And, uh, you know, I just say, you know, I give them my honest opinion about certain things, but I say in this culture right now, it would be something that would be good. But I would say, don't be afraid to try this, that, 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 that. Because I think, you know, when you, when you record or do something, you should be able to do it live without having to you know, play your lead vocals over this stuff. Like, I think that's that's whack. I do. Yeah. And it's a lot of superstars that do that. Yeah. So if I tell them that, they're going to look at me like it don't really make a difference. Yeah. yeah. So I'm you know. all about... Okay, no, go ahead. I was going to say, are there any young artists, or not not even young, but just current artists that you really, that really catch your ear as, Man, as you listen? listen? So every day I take my daughter to school. Yeah. And, you know, she's very moody. So I let her have the ox. <laughs> and so I, I love Ariana Grande. I love Lil Baby. I like um, Dirk, Perkyo, Dirkio, they call him, uh, Drake, uh, Polo G. I like a lot of those guys. But I, really, I really love Lil Baby. I ain't going to even lie to you. Yeah. I like Lil Baby a lot. Uh, J. Cole, but I like Ariana Grande. I like uh, Giveon, the new guy. He sounds yeah, like yeah. Bing Crosby. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's honestly, man, it's a lot of this stuff. You just have to honestly as... Be open to as, it. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm saying if we're open to them, then they become open to us. Yeah. And, and it has to be a fair trade going forward if we're going to make if we're gonna make ground to, you know, stay connected as we go forward, man, because a lot of our, our young people are lost. I think this industry has... Um, we probably have more African-American millionaires, billionaires than we've ever had in the history of life. Mm. And that's because they've allowed you to have it. So mm-hmm. we need to teach them how to take care of it, mm-hmm. to to pluralize it, to uh, keep manifesting, and to pass it down. Mm-hmm. You know, share the wealth. Um, go back if you see some of the cats where you know you stole something from. Man, if they ain't, they ain't working, like bring them up. Yeah. Then you know, you know, I, I, we all need to work back together because I mean, it can honestly look at what COVID did. They took us away from everything. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was just like a, it's like a, I'm not saying there's nothing out there because I had very close people pass, you know, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, it, I think the biggest thing they want you to do is panic. Yeah. You know, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. They want you to panic and be, because <laughs> yeah. when you like that, you can't control nothing in yeah. your body anyway. What did we say the other day? Because that was, that was when I was like, all right, I got it. Yeah. Pull the trigger, tell him to come on your show. What did we say the other day? We said... We were talking about. You asked me, was I vaccinated? Yeah, I asked me, were you vaccinated? And I said, yeah. And I said, you know, I said, I haven't, I haven't got the flu since 1990. I said, I don't ever get sick. Right. And I remind myself of that all the time. Right. Um, I said, but I think that, you know, this biggest thing is about panic. Yeah. And not being in control of your emotions and worrying. I said, anytime you worry and panic, you're going to get sick anyway. Yeah. You know, that once your brain, if your brain ain't shooting out the right thing, you're going to break down. You'll be yeah. like, oh, God, I, well, how did that happen? When did, man, I, I was all right yesterday, but yeah. Yeah. you then fell into this panic, this worry, and I mean, it'll kill you. Yeah. It will kill you. Yeah. You know, panicking and worrying will take you out of here, man. My dad been telling me for years, your mind controls everything. Mm-hmm. And he said it so much when I was younger that it went right over my, it went right, right in one ear and out the other. I was like, yeah, right. What are you talking about? I don't want to hear that. And he was saying it all the time. That's how my kids So the more he said it, the more I was like, yeah, right. I don't want to hear that. But as I got a little more mature, got older, and I started realizing, like, I was manifesting things through my thoughts, through my Mm -hmm. emotions, and I was controlling things, and so on and so forth. A lot of people see that I've grown a lot in the ring. 
I grew here. I didn't physically, nothing really changed for me. I didn't get any faster. I didn't get any new moves. More power. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I didn't get any new moves. It was just, I matured mentally. And so I was able to handle things. And maximize and then your maximize, Exactly. And maximize my physical ability. It's like MJ and Jordan in their later years. The same. But it blew my mind hearing you say that you are r&b singer you are a singer in general i'm not gonna put you in the box of being an r&b singer mm -hmm. but when i heard you say your mind man people don't know your mind control everything you know and when you panic everything goes out the door and when you said that i was like well if he knows that he should probably go on come on the portaway podcast because <laughs> that's that's basically it's what motiv what that's this motivational yeah monday. that's what this this portaway podcast revolves around yeah, revolves man. around now this motivational monday episode really I want to tap into the mental aspect or the emotional aspect of what's going on more than anything, more than accolades, more than what's next, you know, and things like that. So when you, I, normally I would have a little pad, but I'm trying to keep it thriller and killer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's something for the people right there. Understand mm -hmm. that this social yeah. media, that this news, that anything that you can bring to your life can either be a thriller for you or it can be a killer for Man. you. It's up to you to maximize whatever's going on and make the best of it, but mentally control everything that's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I tell people life is, is is choices. You get the choices like let's make a deal. Yeah. You get to pick what you what doors you want to go through, yeah. but you have to be prepared to deal with that glory or the fallout yeah. of everything you are yeah. into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm grinning because my dad, my dad, he's starting to hit me with a new one. The new one is you got a choice, but you don't get to choose the consequence. Yeah. That's the same yeah. thing yeah. he just said. Hey man, you know? we from the same school. Yeah. You might have it a little rougher than me, but yeah. you know, it's you know, because we grew up because they they our parents, our moms, our grandmothers and great grandmothers, you know, they they threw us that all the time. That's uh -huh. all they, they were sitting down throwing, uh, baby. My grandmother would be like, 15 minutes worth of pleasures, a lifetime, give you a lifetime worth yeah, of pain. Yeah, yeah. Just anything. She, yeah. And then I thought one that was crazy, she used to say to me, she say, uh, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Yeah. I thought that was the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. The dumbest thing until you get a little older, you're like, all right, let me just prepare for the worst. <laughs> I, I was like, Jeez, man, you know, but uh, it's like born to lose, built to win, something yeah, like that. You're like, yeah. what the hell? And you're like, yeah, it really yeah, does man. make sense when you think about it. Yeah, even when you win and fight like you're losing. Yeah, you know, stuff like that is just uh, mm. no man, it's life is it's crazy. You you never life is like a baseball game. You know, you never know what to pick when you in the. It's the, the objective is to get into that batter's box every day and to swing. You want to make contact with the ball. You want to get on base, but you really want to hit it out the park. But life is throwing you curveballs, sliders, change-up, cork, cork, fork ball, splitters, spitters, change-up. I mean, you, you're, but the, the objective is just to keep swinging every day mm -hmm. and try to get on base. Just try to get a base hit, man. That's it. Keep swinging. Every day, keep swinging. No matter what else, you keep swinging. Like, don't, don't let your pain block your miracles. You know, yeah. I tell people, if you focus on everything that's happening negative, that's all you focus on. You won't be able to see, oh, there's a glimmer of light over there. And if I just look up there, yeah. I might be able to get out of this hole of darkness. Yeah. And they don't, they, they, they don't, they just stay in that negative. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. The, the intro to the Kanye comma song, slow motion better than no motion. Oh, yeah. Slow motion. There it is. Slow motion is better than no yeah. motion. That's one of them things. Hey, man. So, yeah, man. Slow motion, man. Slow motion better than no motion. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Definitely. Yeah. So when we talk about practice and we talk about preparing, how do you stay prepared now? As far as like in terms of being able to perform, being able to go into the studio and man. lay it down. 
You don't you do you wake up with the me me me? I have to now. I, I do wake up. I have to do these little before I didn't. Um I don't know what happened, but I got one of them little white things on my throat, a little oh, cyst. Okay. And they, you know, it, I'm still good, you know, but they was like, you have to, you got to start warming up, got to start doing these exercises and stuff like that. It's like if you had an injury, it's like physical therapy. You got to do it every day mm-hmm. and uh, stay hydrated and, you know, stuff like that. But um, I think, you know, it's, that's that mental aspect, you know, it's, it's you know, never... Even even if if you're not running like you want to run, it's just just staying positive that at least I'm still walking in the game. You know, mm-hmm. I still got my foot in the door. Um, you know, I, I tell people, you know, sometimes I feel like you know, you know, uh, you go to a girl's house and and she opens the door and the chains on the door. Yeah. But if you say all the wrong things, she gonna close the door on you. But if you say the right things, the door is wide open. The door is open. You know, it's, it's wide open. And that's you know, I just I just continue to try to do the right things, say the right things, um, keep my integrity up, man. I, I believe integrity in relationships is everything. I try to keep my relationships. You know, sometimes relationships are um, are bigger than money. Yeah. I've I've seen that, especially with this this new thing coming on. People are calling and, and wanting to do this and want to do that just for free, just to see us make get back on again yeah. and you know be. I, I don't know if we'll get as big as we were, but you know I tell people um, the game is it's kind of like you know the the Playboy Mansion. You know you got the grotto and then you got the, the regular visitors. I said I just want to get the invite. <laughs> the invite. I don't have to get in the grotto because yeah. you know some stuff that there I might not want to see. <laughs> you know, but the grotto. Yeah, let me let me the, the the regular party. Yeah, let me go in there. I ain't gonna touch Playboy. <laughs> no, I'm magic. saying you know what I mean. It's I just like on the whole, magic. you know, everybody everybody get an invite. Yeah, but everybody don't get to go to those private yeah. rooms, and it's only the elite: your Jay Z's, your Justin Timberlake's, yeah. your Cameron Diaz, your Jennifer Lopez, your Diddy's. Yeah, I'm fine being outside of there. Yeah. Jamie Foxx in there. I'm, yeah. I'm fine being out here. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. As long as I'm at the party, yeah, yeah, I got an yeah, invite. Yeah. I'm partying, and you, that's where you create those relationships. You know, your network is your net worth. You know, you keep just keep building. And uh, for me, I just you know keep trying to meet new people every day. Uh, stay fresh, man. Um, stay up on what's going on, man. And I try to. I know I'm a big dude, man, but I try not to uh, eat a lot of junk, man. I drink way more water than I used to. Mm-hmm. Try to move around, and mm-hmm. you know. I just I, you need to move I, a lot of times I'm with me and my dad. That's what you need. So you do. know me and my man. You know my man and my <laughs> man ain't got pretty. And um, you know putting this project together. You know nowadays in the game it's more than just the music. And uh-huh. I was like, man, we need to do a reality show based on you know the things that we're going through. You know I got my injury. He got you know what I'm saying my role manager got something going on. Then my my our manager, he, he's smaller guy. But I was like, we need to do you know. Where we go for like 30 days, be locked up. We can't do nothing. Uh-huh. Can't do anything. And we mm-hmm. train and eat and get trained. And I know in the process of a 30-day lockout, yeah. that'd be crazy. I'm going to change. I don't know what to call it. Because the crazy thing about me is my body still sheds weight fast. Uh-huh. Like I sometimes I'll go through periods where I don't eat anything bread. No pastas, no noodles, no bread. I did that last year. I tried to do it. I tried to do 50, like I did 50, you did one of them, did 50 facts in 50 days for oh, yeah. my 50th birthday last year. Yeah. And I tried to lose 50, but I had lost 30 because okay. I did the keto. I just, yeah. that's what I mean. I didn't even do it full all the way in because yeah. I, I I love granola bars, the it chewy joints. It is, the sugar. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning about keto now. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of keto. It's dope, man. <laughs> they got all these recipes, man. My wife does. It's something called fathead pizza where it's like uh, cauliflower and- Oh, no, that's solid. The, the crust. That's solid. Man. Something called crack crack chicken. 
<laughs> she got all these um all these um these recipes and stuff that she do. Man, yeah, I'll tell her to send them out to you. Come on with it. Yeah, cauliflower mm. pizza is decent. Yeah, man, yeah, cauliflower pizza is pretty decent. But no, but no, we not about to talk food right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was just floating it out there, but because my wife, she did uh, cauliflower rice. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. Cauliflower mashed potatoes. Nah, yeah. it was cauliflower rice. Uh huh. It's good. And it depends on what you. I was if you're mixing it, it with. Yeah, if you're mixing it with stuff, yeah. the taste that's a more normal taste for you. Yeah, it's nothing. The, 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 that's another mental thing. Uh, the, uh, the biggest thing about a lot mm-hmm. of stuff is meat, mm-hmm. right? It don't have no flavor. Mm-hmm. It don't have flavor until they put stuff, so on, put it. stuff yeah. on it. Yeah. So like, I, like I don't eat sauce on anything. No ketchup, no mustard, no mayo, no barbecue. So I don't even need steak sauce on my steak. Uh-huh. And sometimes I don't even need dressing on my salad. Uh huh. You don't need it. <laughs> no, that was a step don't. too far. I was with you until you got <laughs> I this out. I'm not even. Hey, but that honestly, I think lettuce. that has kept me. I don't have high blood. I don't yeah. have diabetes. My heart, even like my yo. I said I'm shot. Like there's like you're not even in the danger zone for nothing. I'm like, yeah. I'm cool with dry salad. Cool. In a um, in a performance on a performance day or night, is there something specific you're eating or staying away from? Um. I try to stay away from anything that's going to dry me out. So I try to stay away from the caffeines, especially now. I mean, I might drink my cup of coffee in the morning, uh, but before showtime, it all depends on what time we eat the last meal before then. Like, I won't eat before I go because I don't want to be full. And I just try to stay hydrated and just like in my, just quiet and, you know, cooling out and relaxing. But nah, man, I used to have to have Coke Classic and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, when, what, when he's a little younger. You have, yeah. a, you have a favorite venue you've ever sang at? Um, let me think. Favorite venue? Gundarina. Yeah, definitely there. Yeah, we man, we did the anthem for Brian Lee when they played Detroit that first time when they did that. Kid Rock was there. Everybody. Um. Uh, yeah, we performed there. I can't even think. I, no, you know my favorite venue of all time is not open anymore. Is the front row back in the day. The front row was the stage that just spent around like that. And that was our first show ever with Gerald and them. And, and then you any seat in there was good. Where's that at? It was out in on Wilson Mills Road. It's oh. closed now. It's, oh. a, it's a Home Depot now. Oh, okay. I oh, was right like, there? Yeah. Go up there and see a Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> people were getting some. Come yeah. get your wood. Yeah. 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 I've been trying to fill you out to like this whole this whole re, uh recording. Cause I want you to sing. I I, I ain't want to put you on. If he wasn't, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Um, you redid. Baby uh, yeah. yeah, you you redid Gerald's uh, Gerald's hit. Uh, um, baby, baby, I'm ready. Uh, baby, I'm ready. Yeah. Baby, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? I'm going to give you a little bit of that. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> he, he got your background. Here we go. <clears throat> no, <don't. laughs> baby, it's time. For me, yeah, to give you all the love you need, yeah. Now, baby, I know that you deserve the best. And I can't keep treating you like I treated the rest. Y'all know the song. Baby, Baby, I'm ready. I'm ready to give you all of my love. This is yours, baby. Girl, I'm tired of playing games. Yeah, man, there you go. So many loves I can't even name. Baby, Baby, I'm ready. Baby, I'm ready. To give you all of my love. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. 
Baby, not just a little bit. Just a little bit. I want to give you all of it. All right, all right. Yeah. Yes, sir. That was, taking, that was taking me back to your, your bad ad-libs back. <laughs> I sang that at your wedding. Yes, sir. I know. He, yeah, was, I know. he was the absolute master. Anytime we do karaoke, he would hit like a wrong ad-lib. <laughs> and you know how quickly that can throw something off. We'd be like, okay. And then I was like, wait a second. And the whole thing without the window. We did. Uh, I, I saw. I finally saw that video of me and you. And we did a new edition at the uh, spot. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 I forgot the, the name of it. Oh no. Uh, uh, not not. Can um, you stand the rain? Was, it wasn't. Yeah, can it was can you stand the rain? Yeah. It was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not my jam. <laughs> What's yours from new edition? Probably if it ain't love. If it is, I, I was. I'm more of a. I'm more of a Joe to see. Really? Yeah. That's what I get it. Let me talk, because you blew my mind when you said this. We asked you one day, my dad and I, we was, and you, we was all cooling, and we asked you who you thought was the like the greatest, like the best singer of all time or whatever, and you said Joe. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah. that. I, I think Joe, put it this way, Joe is my favorite singer of all time. Yeah. I, I've been on stage with Gerald, with Eddie. I've been on stage with Charlie Wilson. Been on, uh, you guys had a song with Keith Sweat back in the day? Yeah, we had a song with Keith Sweat and on stage. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> um, we've toured with some of the greatest, been on stage with some of the greatest people. But Joe, man, every time I hear him sing, man, yeah. it, he, he do something to me like I'm a woman. What is it about Joe? <laughs> He's a monster. What is it? Man, he is incredible, man. Yeah. His 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 song content, the, the direction of his songs, the music. Uh, the way he sings, man, is is just incredible. Man, it does something to me like I'm a woman, man, for real. Mm. How it's, special I was that collection with, was it Black Men United with You Will Know? Uh, I was um, mad we didn't get on that. I, I, mean, <laughs> I was pissed. I mean, you look, down, you look, at, you yeah. look at that lineup. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Cool. That, we didn't get on that because we were fat. I'm you telling you. So? I'm telling you. I know yeah. I was. It, yeah. It's going to come out one day. One day it's going to come out. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of opportunities to be fat. But I'm yeah. saying we opened up the door. Like, they had us doing all these gimmicks and crap. Like, they had me with a utility belt on on the first album. Look at <laughs> Open the first oh, album. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? I said, like, we was like, yeah, man, we'll be rocking this on stage. <laughs> man, I took that. I said, man, I'm not wearing this. I'm not wearing this. And, you know, when they saw us being taken serious and being overwhelmingly popular, man, it got to the point a lot of times, man, they were they were closing stores to let us shop. Chicks was pulling on our clothes and everything else. I remember we were like, it's the one, one city in Georgia where Bobby Brown kept getting arrested because he was being nasty. They kicked us out the mall. Mm. They was like, no, you're not going to come in here and cause a commotion in here. You got to get, you guys oh, got wow. to go. And everybody was like, y'all kicking them out? They was like, yeah, they got to go. They got to get out of here. And uh, it it was like that, man. And uh, it happened really fast, man. Yeah. Really fast. Wow. And then when the second album came, they dressed us up. You know, we we had on the, mm -hmm. the linen suits, mm -hmm. and you know, we was all sexy with the dress shoes. Mm -hmm. I couldn't wear. Today, I couldn't wear a dress shoe nowhere doing nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you know, then after that, we just decided we felt like we were hot as fish grease, and we wanted to. Do something different. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like one of the mistakes that we made, you mm -hmm. know. And But, you know, Jason was being called. Um, I wanted to do more hip-hop stuff. I'm a hip-hop fanatic, you know. Jay-Z, Nas, Mob Deep, Rakim, Coogee, Rap, Big Daddy Kane. Oh, my God. I love hip-hop. <clears throat> I love real hip-hop. Um, and, you know, we went our separate ways. And it never got back to the heights of where it was. Of course, J Jason, he... Um, 
Well, no, and it got a Grammy nomination for one of his singles uh, through mm-hmm. EMI Gospel. I had the record called Home that I got licensed on a couple TV shows. I made it to the first ballot, but I didn't get onto the nomination thing for the Grammys. You know, it was it was consideration. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do we did? We've we've both done our things. I've been in about forty something plays, about four or five movies. Oh wow! And uh, so you know, I you know move, I moved to Georgia and I've been there for about seventeen years and. I miss home like crazy, but yeah. no, you got to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Love Cleveland. No, Browns, Indians, Cavs yeah. all day. Number one teams. After that, they not in there. And of course, you know, a lot of times not gonna be there. We just start rooting for everybody else. Yeah. And I wherever LeBron goes, I go. Yeah. Who's your Who's your Mount Rushmore Cleveland musical artist of all time? Ooh. Doesn't have to just be singing. Can be rapping because if Bone's not on there, we're gonna have an issue. Gotta have Bone. I love Bone, man. I'm actually getting ready to do a record with Crazy Bone right now. Oh, come on now. Yeah, I'm ready to do a record with Crazy Bone. Five people on like one little spot. Yeah, they're all there. <laughs> yeah, all five of them. Uh, you gotta have Bone on there. You'd have to. Well, the OJs are from Canton. So you said Ohio or Cleveland? We'll go Ohio. Go Ohio. Yeah. Except not Cincinnati because that's like Kentucky. So Ohio. Like, that, that's tough. Once you do you gotta Ohio. have the Jays up there. Yeah. yeah. Gotta do Bone Thugs. Crazy thing is, and and you know, you ought to have to do something like that. Like, I think Meatloaf is from Cleveland, Nine Inch Nails. It's some really big artists that come from mm, Cleveland that yeah. you would have to. Well, I, I wouldn't put, you know, not Nine Inch Nails up there, but man, that's hard, man. Yeah, that's people, hard. People don't understand how much musical talent there is from Cleveland yeah. and from Ohio in general. Just, but but in the industry, it's so many people like from Shaker Heights, yeah. and especially by in the scene in that TV. little area, right? Yeah, yeah behind yeah. the scenes and TV, yeah. like they had a uh, they had a series on with um, what's the lady's name from uh, Scandal, the black lady, Kerry Washington, Kerry Washington called something out fires, easy. something putting out little fires <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm I'm watching this and I'm 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 like, why are they not licensing any of the Cleveland artists? This was our era, the 90s. There's no, you mean to tell me, not even no Levert, no OJ's records on here? Mm-hmm. And I, I tweeted it out and I got a, a good, you know, thing back, but nobody said anything. But it, I'm waiting on the next season because mm-hmm. it was a great uh, little um, series. Yeah. But I'm like, damn, not one Cleveland artist and y'all right in the heart of Shaker Heights. Gerald lived here. Eddie lived there. I live like 10 minutes from there. Like, yeah. you, you don't, you don't, there's no, what is that? You yeah. know, but you know, they don't know. Yeah, and nobody tells them. Yeah, they just about getting that done there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the Round Rushmore. I'd, I'd be in the Round Rushmore. Ray oh, Cash. I was talking about on the show. No, no Ray, I'm sorry, Ray Cash. Cash. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got, you, got, you, got Vaughn, you got Bone, you got Minute Large, you got Rude Boys. Um, did I say Avant? You got Myron. Gotta be Destiny. Um, I forgot about Avant. Um, who else? Man, so many people. From and then the you got the whole young guys: Cuddy, Chip the Ripper, man. MGK, man. Yeah. <laughs> Same. What do you think about him? He's kind of got a few I like lanes. Him, man, my daughter is in love with that dude. And I'm mm. like, slow down. Yeah. And, uh, she said, Dad, I swear to you, if I have to go by myself, we go to Cleveland. I'm going to his coffee shop. I'm going, whether you're taking me or not, I'm going by myself. I said, I'll take you. Yeah. Just chill. I'll take you. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I've reached out to try to get, because my, my son really likes him too, to try to, you know, get to me. Because I know he knows who I am because he was coming up when we was doing that. So, you know, yeah. I, I like MGK a lot. Yeah. Even with his rap stuff, but the, the, the rock stuff that he's doing now is really cool. Yeah. We listen to it. Like I said, we listen to it in the car. I like him. Put him on the list too. Mm. We waited too long to get into rap stuff. Oh, my so bad. We say he's a big rap rap fan. You know, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask uh, who would you like to collab with? Like, if you could. Oh, man. 
then or now, or now, you know. Then definitely, you know, Jay Z or Nas, yeah. and Prodigy of Mob Deep. Like my okay. favorite rap song of all times is Shook Ones. Yes. Mm. Oh my man, when that Scarlet. song goes so on, I my, lose yeah. my mind. <laughs> Halfway Crooks, man. Oh my god! Like I know. Oh man. But, <laughs> I was in a room one time with uh, DJ Scratch and, and a bunch of the old school New York cats. And I was like, I got plans, power movements, get on some route. And then that's like, yo, you sound just like him. I was like, I told you, man, I, I speak the Thun language. I'm from yeah. Queensbridge, the 41st side, Thun, yeah. word the mother. Yeah. You know, they was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> mother. Word the mother. It ain't mother, it's yeah, mother, mother, brother. Yeah, word the mother, son. Word that. Man, I love that, man. That, 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 uh, that probably was the second, the one with Shook ones on it. That album right there, I listen to that at least once or twice a month. That, Nas, Illmatic. Okay. I might just peruse through a lot of the Jay-Z stuff. Um, I'm a most fan. Black on both sides. Most definitely. Most I, I never really got into most, but I like most a lot. I, if, if he has something on, even if I don't know it, I'll listen to it because his voice, Talib, I like him. Um, I, mean, I, I'm, I like a lot of any of them cats coming I've from been there. Trying to, I was putting him on to MF mm -hmm. Doom. Mm -hmm. I was a big MF Doom mm -hmm. fan. RP. I'm a big MF Doom fan yeah. now. <laughs> I, try, I try to get him converted. You, yeah. uh, you find people, do people ever try to sample your music? Music I wish they would. Yeah. yeah I, I wish yeah. that. Hey, go on and sample it. Yeah. Like, you know, go on yeah. and sample it. Do it now. You know, um, somebody called me the other day. Uh, guy, his name is, he's a rapper. I don't know if you say it, La Truth or LA Truth. He got that uh, bounce down challenge thing that's going crazy on TikTok. He called and said he wanted to redo So Alone. Mm. And I was like, well, yeah, let's mm. get it because he got a huge following. I nice. need them. I need them numbers. Let's yeah. Go. Sometimes I just want to just keep stuff to myself. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you. Like yeah. I, I don't want to call up nobody else in the group or nothing. I just want to do it myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I've been, you know, on my own for so long. Even when I was with Gemini, I still was doing a lot of things solo because that's what ultimately I wanted to do. Yeah. But I knew the bread and butter was the group. So now I don't have a choice but to just do it. <laughs> no, I don't have a choice, man. You know, um, man, I miss my guy too, man. You yeah. know, man, he, you know. I did a song that I haven't released that I wrote. I, I, I took that, this is my song for real, no doubt. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, instead of DJ playing, I said, this is my song. Because he's from Chicago, Southside. Okay. I said, this is my song for real, no doubt. If Gemini Porter was here, he bug out. This feel like Chicago, a hard one to swallow. Pour some out the bottle, Southside Chicago. You know, I just told the story of how we met. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm. and uh, yeah, man. Gemini, GI, Pigglestein, yeah. my man. Rest wow. in peace. COVID sucks, dude. We got um, we got about two minutes left now. That's all I need. She'd be ready to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Listen, <laughs> I do, I dig it. Yeah. Uh because <laughs> you mentioned So Alone. Probably my favorite song that you've done. And I want you to speak to that song if you could. Yeah, yeah. And then also if you could lay it down for us, and we'll we'll, we'll close with okay. that. Okay, you got a minute. So the song "So Alone" was our biggest record. Uh, that song Gerald Lavore wrote that song for me to sing for my mom when she passed away. Right after that, Jason's dad passed away. The studio session was just everybody crying because mm. Gerald's grandfather had died. Our road manager's father had died. Mm. One of the the guys from one of the groups was missing. He was on that stuff. Wow. And so after that song. Took off. I probably sang that song at like thousands of funerals, yeah. just everywhere here. Da, 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 da. And I had to sing it for Gerald when he passed. I sang it for Sean when he passed. Yeah. And uh, 
It was just one of those records. It top five was was that? It went uh, number two. Number two. Yeah, I thought it would have been number one, but yeah, I will tell you a story off air why it didn't go number one. Okay, I'll tell you why. Okay, I, and I, I'm I'm right. still mad about that, but it's all good. Yeah, because it could have been way bigger. Yeah. So the song goes like this: We were together just the other day. Taking life for granted, passing time away. I was there for you. You were there for me. We would be together for eternity. I never knew there'd be sorrow. But I knew we'd be together tomorrow, together forever. We were so wrong. Now I don't want to believe that you're gone. I'm so alone, alone. I miss you. You never miss a good friend till they're gone. I'm so alone. Who did you have to go away? I really miss you. I'm talking, man. This has been so much smoke over in that casino over there. Oh man, man. I, yeah. And I got one of the the clear air rooms. Uh huh. I said, it, I said, it feel like somebody up here smoking. Yeah. And the smell coming. I said, man, geez. I told somebody, no matter the time of day, day of week, month of the year, that smoke is like somebody's just puffing it right in, right in your face at all <laughs> I'm times. I'm clogged up like Damn. crazy. Yeah. And I, when I walk, I put, the, I have my mask on anyway, but mm-hmm. man, it's best to have a joint on, but mm-hmm. it come all the way up to the room, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. Well, listen, we appreciate your time. Oh, man, I appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you blessing the Portaway Podcast, Motivational Monday episode. And uh, we'll have you back to, to blow some mouth for us. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, You're doing man, good. Thank you. You're just dope, thank man. You, thank you, thank you. You're really good, man. I watch I try, you. Man, I, I try, man. I watch you. I watch you on the... I was watch, every time you on uh, Fox, I always watch you. And, you know, my wife and them would be looking and saying, hey, Sean's on, Sean's on, yeah. Sean's on. Then they be like, Sean's on my mother. I usually change the channel if that's the case. When, like, so the, this, this is, this is going to be the, the second episode. The first episode that we did, I had the lady who gave me my certification for my sports life coaching. Mm-hmm. She came in and we talked for a while. As we were talking, I'm she like, can't, she can't sing. I looked at the camera. I looked at the camera. I said, listen, it's a lot of nuggets that she's dropping right now. It's a lot that you can that you can learn from in just this this 60 minutes. And uh-huh. I think the same goes for this episode. I think That's that you've up. said a lot. And we appreciate you for real for coming on. I know it's no thing for you, but for me to have somebody else say, and exemplify what the Portaway podcast is means a lot to me. Oh, man. And that's why I want to thank you. I think so. You say I'm really good at this. Yeah, I I, I love it. Yeah, you really you're really good. But something that you said earlier on in the episode, you said you have to pay attention to other people, find the people that you admire and you really like, and start paying attention to them and learning from them. And that's mm-hmm. how you were able to improve as an artist. Yeah, that's how I was able to improve in the boxing ring. And that's how I'm able to improve on the mic by, yeah. by paying attention. So along with learning from you today in terms of life lessons and stuff like that, I'm looking at how comfortable you look, how ready you look, and I'm and I'm pulling from all that. So thank you for your time. Oh today. man. And you know, for y'all, it's anytime, yeah. especially. You yeah. know what I mean? I love yeah. you to death, man. You already know. Yeah, listen, this is the Portaway Podcast, Motivational Monday. Like, leave a comment, 
tell a they friend. They got a whole playlist from this thing. A little bit of a play- yeah, playlist. Yeah, a whole thing. Yeah, so enjoy. Have a good one. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Ant. Follow me on IG. Ant with two T's. This is the Porter Way Podcast. This is Anthony Brunal, and this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment, follow follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's do right. it again. Let's all right. It. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Support Way Podcast. Already. You're already here. <laughs> hey, hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Brunal. Carson A. Merck, like, subscribe, comment. This is the Porter Way. Whether you want a laid back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast.